0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. Do you remember the neighbour of mine who has, who had a Fiat Marrier weekend? Oh, yeah. We spoke about this over well over a year ago. Yeah. C- could be two years ago. Yeah. It's not massively interesting. In fact, it's probably the ultimate rare but nobody cares car.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, it, it disappeared, and I think I did tell you that they'd got a Fiat idea instead.
0: You did tell me that, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I've gone past their house this morning. And there's a spare idea on axle stands <laughs> with loads of bits removed from it. <laughs> a, Seriously, yes, <laughs> with loads of bits removed. <laughs> yeah, loads of bits off it, and you know it's just a carcass. It's it's a complete do- donor thing, and it's being packed for, for for whatever is necessary to keep the other idea <laughs> going. And I wow, I can't stop giggling about it because it's because it's not. I remember it not being a very special or good car anyway. It's basically not as good as a
0: panda at all, is it? It's a little bigger, but yes, it's not as good as a panda somehow. It's just just not not as good as a panda. No idea as likeable.
1: Um, So, yeah, they now have a spare idea.
0: (laughs) 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 Evening, dear. How was your day? Well, I got a good idea. Yeah, what was it? No, no, seriously, it's outside. I'm going to pick it for parts. It's
1: really good. Yeah, in fact, it's better than that other idea. So let's take our other idea apart yeah. and make the other idea better.
0: <laughs> over what? Over our previous idea. Yeah, got a new idea. Um, speaking of cars that have been picked over, I was on the train last week going to London, and Is I it- saw in a farm sort of. You know, typically a farm is a sort of properly I'm aware farm. of a, a to... farm, yes, a farm. <laughs> yes, <I'm> talking, <laughs> it's about to mansplain the idea of a farm to you. You know what I mean? You get the farmhouse, and then you put have some buildings nearby, and then there's, there's quite often a sort of non-specific area of open ground that's not really a field because it's not got anything growing or grazing in it, and it's where the farmer will typically dump a car that it's, he no longer needs.
1: It's dumping ground, or there's usually an ex-military trailer, it yes. was gifted at some point like a bad day. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, I saw fleetingly from a speeding train <laughs> in what? the area where the farmer dumps shit that he's not really going. There might be some massive fronds of barbed wire there as well, just, yeah. just dumped and next to the yeah. trailer. And um, there was quite a tidy looking Discovery 4. Oh. And it has got no lights. Like, the back and uh, seemingly the headlights had been removed. And I couldn't work out what have was going been? on, because otherwise... And I, this was a fleeting glance, but I, I, the, the car looked quite tidy. And I can't remember where it was. I meant to actually look up on my phone using maps where we were at the time. Got so to the do next got to time do. I was passing, I could have a good look. But um, I've done this but before. I, I missed it.
1: I did this on a steam train, so going slower. And obviously a small... Uh, 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 a shorter track i did a pin mm. i did an emergency pin drop and i sent the pin drop to my dad <laughs> who cycles the area or did dad you need to start cycling again and um and he uh he then started looking for it and he did find it it was an austin healy sprite in a hedge and oh. um, yeah it was you don't see them very often uh no. certainly not in hedges the frog no. eye shite, as my brother calls them, <laughs> that's a little bit unfair. Yes. they're nice. Yes, Greg's just being a sprite racist, but yeah, they're, they're. It was in a hedge, but yeah, really, that's one thing that the the pin drop and the um, Google Street View is really good for. It's for dereliction mm. or cars you've seen that you just you're drawn to, um, or you. Th- it's sometimes I, I go. That person must live there because I've seen that car a few times. I must write to them and just say, hey, seen your car around. Don't suppose if you ever want to sell it, you give me a call. Something like that that, that's not creepy, um, (laughs) ideally. And I keep meaning to do that. But, yeah, so it's a really, really good. It's one of my only good pieces of advice for 2024, actually, is pin drop when you see an interesting car that's parked or dumped or or something um do you know what i did i i did something to my my honda element that i thought was going to really help it and Mm. it's made everything worse and i'm now (laughs) massively pissed off with myself because i've got no one else to be (laughs) pissed off at
0: you know when you check your fluids added some parts from a fiat idea to it
1: yes that's exactly what i did yeah um I wish I had. It probably would have made matters better. Um, I, mm. I did my fluids check, and I thought, yeah. "Oh, power steering looks like it could do with a little bit. And the power steering I'd noticed first thing in the morning had made quite a loud noise, and I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's the actual power steering or the, the one of the idler pulleys bearings. Mm. Mm. So I thought,, oh, I'll just top it up. only needs about a centimeter of, of, of oil rummaged around in the garage i found some ATF ATF 3000 looked at the label looked it up on google and went oh yeah this stuff's normally pretty good for power steering Uh As I was lifting up the the lid, it says on the top, only use Honda's special potion that nobody knows about. (laughs) Don't use anybody else's.
0: Made from grated turtles. (laughs)
1: Honestly, made from rhino bones and (laughs) nobody else knows the formula, which is why it's only Honda's. And
0: fairy piss. uh, It costs £900 a litre, yeah.
1: (laughs) Now, obviously, I'm not saying that Honda's grind up rhino bones at all, but... So I, put, I put, like a cent- <laughs> put put a centimetre of this stuff in. Honestly, no yeah. more than a centimetre. So maybe a tenth of the reservoir at the very, very, very most. Yeah. Back up to max. It's said to check it when it was cold, just in case listeners are, are shouting at me. Um, do you know what it's done? I tried to think. It's made the power steering in order. It's, it's so loud. You can't hear the oh, engine no. at all. And when I'm manoeuvring out of my drive, it sounds like the power steering pump's going to burst out from the bonnet. So I've basically done something terrible, and I've got to drain it out But, I
0: mean, what's so bad about what you put in? How far away is it from the spec that it demands? I don't know. Because I can't believe there's that much variance. I'm sure some of our very clever listeners who work in the car industry will be writing in to explain uh, actually there's massive differences in viscosity or something but it doesn't feel like there could be that much difference that it would really well, upset the pump
1: especially that level of dilution and i'm really annoyed at mm. myself because i thought i was going to improve something by being vigilant Unless it's
0: coincidence that it was sort of on its way to making a right old racket and you just happened to
1: I, it, maybe you've just given
0: yeah. it i don't know it, like. oh, okay i don't know
1: Well, for the benefit, I'm sure other listeners have done this where they think they're doing something right and helping the car along with some worship and they've done something wrong. Um, And I'm really annoyed because that now adds another thing to the list. I I basically want to just now, I just want to push the element at a lovely garage to understand Hondas of that era and go, can you just do everything? And can it just Mm. come back to me with, with everything just perfect? Because I yeah. love I love that car, but I've I've reached a point where there's just now five things that I, know, I need to do and I'm running out of time and yeah. stuff. Although, um, to be fair, to be fair, I've got a new latch. Fair. I've got a new latch, a B-pillar a B latch. Because you know, it doesn't have a B-pillar.
0: Oh, oh, so that's sorted. I've got a new
1: latch. It came from Lithuania, from a a, ah. a, a car being broken for spares. And I need to fit it. I'm hopefully going to fit it this week. At the same time, this week, actually... As, as listeners are listening to this, it will have already happened. The My Bargain Boxster, my Ghetto Boxster, will have had a new ECU module thing. When I say new, second hand, but kind of brainwashed into thinking it's still the
0: original one. Now, um, this is interesting because I went to the Sunday Scramble at Bicester Heritage uh, mm. the other weekend. Bisexual Heritage? Yes, and yeah. uh, I was approached by two people independently, who both informed me that they were shortly to go to your place to fix one of your
1: cars. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Because the guy who's going to sort out your insight. Who? um, Oh, Mark. uh, Mark, yes, Mark. And then um, Dave Mole, the excellent Birmingham car keys chap who who sorted me out with new Panda keys and Range Rover keys back in the day. Last year, yeah, and uh, and he, I saw him, and he said, "Oh, I've got to see Johnny to sort out his Boxster." So I was like, "How many people at this event are in some way now linked to one of your malfunctioning fleet of cars?" Johnny's
1: broken fleet, I know. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that that is the only two. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the only two. But Birmingham Carkeys Dave did sort out my element with its rogue um jdm yes. immobilizer system um and that's been uh, good and
0: actually there was another there was another chap came over to me he'd he'd got a sniff of something else that you've got that you haven't even revealed yet oh uh and i had to inform him that it wasn't entirely working necessarily but it would be at some point and
1: oh, but he knew project. he knew what it was
0: he i don't know how he'd got have you been dropping hints somewhere about this some of this other stuff that you've yet to if he's a pa- if he's a
1: patreon one, a a yep. patron of mine, not, not Smith & Sniff's mm. um, Of the late break show I, I revealed to them What I had acquired ah. So he could have been a A one, he could yeah. have been a one I
0: don't know that he is because he seems Maybe someone had told him And they probably would have told him Because he admitted to me He is a massive fan of The manufacturer of this car Okay, you're being so tactical. And one of his first car Did he? So it's sort of, Yeah he so it's sort of right up his street so you could imagine somebody would go oh you like these hey guess who seems to have got one Uh. that would figure i don't know i didn't actually ask how he knew but um anyway you've got at least one person on the edge of their seat waiting for the reveal I'm I'm
1: excited about that but that requires yeah I'm I've got a plan coming together about that car. It does run and it sort of drives around a yard. I haven't taken it out on the open road or anything daft mm. like that yet but
0: Cuz it well that presumably it hasn't got a mot so you need to get that.
1: There's length. no yeah no there's no mot on that. Well there's no there's no air in one of the tires either because it won't hold Oh right. Air. So I've been, I
0: think that's a fail generally and but an easy fix.
1: I've driven it round a yard um, with a flat tyre from one building to another, and I feel very cruel driving a car on a totally flat tyre.
0: Oh, it's horrible, it, yeah.
1: It, I couldn't get air into it. it. It's obviously slit the sidewall or something. And I did uh, feel I, I like... Oh, so it's a proper frigged... I think it's okay. a knackered tyre. But I did feel like I was punishing it. Um, yeah. Especially a, a cold you know, cold start pull away with a totally flaccid tyre. It requires a little bit more energy, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does feel
0: like you're sort of trying to escape from a patch of glue and then it's that horrible sort of sweaty sound of tyre <laughs> running flat against tarmac. tarmac. Sweaty? Uh, you know what I mean, it's a damp sound, isn't it? It's just, uh, I don't like yeah. it. Um, I but, particularly don't like it when you just see a car go past in the street and, and it's running on a very low or flat tyre and you just go, what are you doing? Are you even aware that this is going on? Well, I ran after one of those, waving my arms to try and slow them down. So I don't think they realised, and they they carried on. They thought I was a madman. God, they thought I was. A- I saw it once in a Daihatsu charade um, and trying to leave a slightly uphill junction with a very flat front tire, and then they gave it some beans to try and make a getaway, and the and the rim actually spun within the tire. Who oh, did it? I was so
1: flat. Yeah. <laughs> oh god i didn't
0: say anything because i was like i think you just need to be the captain of your own fuckwittery here i'm not going to interfere no um, they need to steer that shit don't they speaking of the highly interesting topic of tires you know i said i let some air out of the tires on my new tesla because the ride's a bit chunky sorry so go, go close to the mic you can go
1: tesla is it a
0: 2024 2023 tesla a 24 Is a 24 i got a 24 24 <laughs> tesla it um, doesn't
1: make any difference because they all no. look the same anyway stop it and go away
0: um the, the, it's like i was saying to someone at the scramble because uh, I was, I was talking. To, I talked to loads of people. Thank you to everyone who came over at the scramble. By the way, all the Smith and Snifflists who came to say hi gave me the agreed code word to get a free sticker. But also, just people who wanted to have a little bit of a chat. I met some really interesting and really nice people. And um, I was talking to uh, to a few people about uh, about my new car. Because you know, people going, "Oh, wh-? this was before the last podcast came out," which explained what I would just got. Yeah. Um, and so I was talking to people. I, was, I told them what I'd got, and then. One of them said, uh, oh, you could uh, join Quentin Wilson at the, um, the, the Tesla Concourse. <laughs> what? Tesla yeah. Concourse? There's one. Yeah, apparently there's one, for, there's one for, like, Model 3s and Model Ys. And it's like, they're all the bloody same. They only come in, like, four colours or something as well. Like, what, what, what's interesting to look at? It's almost as bad as when you see, like, a Ford Racing Puma owners club meeting and they're all just there in they're absolutely identical cars or Rover 200 BRMs the other ones oh yeah go, they're, they're all the same. the same aren't they i mean there's nothing wrong with them i rather like the Rover 200 BRM and the Ford racing puma but unless you've modified it which would increasingly particularly with the puma probably be frowned upon cuz they're quite collectible i suppose then they're all exactly the same same colour same trim same spec there's no variation they came as they are so um but yeah i i uh, i was i did the fiddle with my Tire pressures on my Tesla, Tesla. Tesla. or Tesla forum, one of our listeners who uh, uh, left a comment on our YouTube page uh, he calls <laughs> his username is trendy Flute um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, said, he said he pronounces Tesla as Tulsa because he thinks it's funny at us. <laughs> told so i start doing that as well only 24 hours to tesla um but i yeah i dropped the so I was like the factory spec i was saying last week is 42 it seems a bit hard but there's reasons for that so i think you've got plenty of leeway to adjust downwards a little bit to soften off the edges of the ride so i took it down to 38 and it's fine and it has just made it a little bit better and i don't think it's completely knackered the range but it's got tire pressure sensors obviously yeah and there's no way to reset them. What? You know, a lot of cars, when you adjust the tyre pressures, you then push a button or something to Ooh. tell the car, these are the pressures I would like to be considered to be correct. Yes. And looking this up, it seems there used to be a button on the touchscreen to reset them. And somehow, in their wisdom, Tesla got rid of it with a software update because the car is just supposed to know. But the car doesn't know because now the car thinks it should be 42. And it's 38. So there's just the tyre pressure warnings on all the time.
1: Constantly. Oh, that sounds great, Rich. I can't wait to go on a long yeah, journey.
0: I don't India. know. Well, I'm, just, I'm saying this in the hope that there's someone listening who knows a way around this. Because I did read up online and someone I saw someone saying, oh, no, it's fine. Because it seems like a lot of people sort of reduce the pressures a bit just because they'll, they'll happily take a little bit of a drop in range for a slightly better ride. And the car is supposed to learn. That this is all right, but somehow it hasn't. Well, the no, mine hasn't, and I've done quite a few miles in it since, and it's just still going nah mate. Need a bit more air in these, so I don't know where to go and just like put a tiny bit more air in and see if it tricks. You're becoming it. obsessed with psi. I am a little bit anyway. I used to, I used to knob around with psi. My Ford car, yeah, was sort of quite sensitive to. To tire pressures, so I became a little bit obsessive about about keeping them in check, and then sort of adding a little bit more or taking a little bit away to see what see what it did to the handling.
1: Do you have an old school? Do you have an old school tire pressure gauge that keeps the needle on the pressure when you take it off? A bit like a referee oh, stopwatch. No. Well you? I wish I did. You need to get one. They're brilliant. Tell I've you got, what, got I, one I don't somewhere. entirely trust
0: because. Uh, Like I don't trust those petrol station ones to be entirely accurate. No. So I have got. I mean, I've got a foot pump and I've got a little electronic one. Yeah. But the batteries have just gone in it. So
1: go O G go go analog needle. I was actually having this conversation with. In fact, he phoned me from the from the fuel station. uh, Radio's Greg James in his Ah. in his M5. He said, "Do you know Mm. what? Do you know what tire pressures?" this car should be and I went no I don't um (laughs) I'm afraid but I can I can help you find out and then he went and then I went oh are you at a fuel station yeah I went you 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 might the pressure gauge might not be accurate and I went Mm -hmm. what I tend to do Greg is I would probably in a car like that I'd probably keep a cheeky little analog gauge in the glove box so you can just double reference it and I went and I paused and I said this sounds really partridge, but I do mean it. And he went, no, I'm going to do that. (laughs) I like it. Do you
0: know what's annoying about the little digital gauge I've got is that the batteries went, I was like, that's all right, I'll just pop a couple of whatever's because it's quite a big one. So I was like, probably it's got a couple of triple A's in there. No, it's got two of those farty little, you know, not watch batteries. But the yeah, they're not the super flat ones. They're the ones that (laughs) almost, they're like sort of, I don't know. They look like vitamin C tablets,
1: yeah. Yes, exactly. They look like that. (laughs) They're sort of
0: dangerously similar to something you could eat, which is why children and dogs are always eating them and having to go to hospital. Great, yeah. um, Yeah, and these two of those. I mean, no-one has those in the house, do they? They're just sort of too obscure.
1: No, and you have to buy a whole variety pack down at my local hardware store, store. To get oh, really? To get those, you have to buy, like, right. 17 <laughs> others.
0: <laughs> Honestly, What they'd, did you get it for Christmas? Oh, I got a selection box of small batteries.
1: Yeah, they do generic small fiddly battery variety packs. So you just... Because you know what's going to happen is you'll bring the wrong ones home and you'll go, oh, for goodness yeah. sake, I've gone and bought the wrong fecking ones. So, yeah, you just buy a variety pack. And then you've got loads and you go around your house like me going, what, what else can I replace with fresh batteries? Yeah. To change the subject slightly, someone's been... Someone's been attempting to scam me recently. Um but they just they game is it the Honda not...
0: Corporation of Japan.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. It's their game is weak. Can I just say this? The temptation okay. is there, but the, ultimately the game is weak. I've had three mm. emails and all of them say Amphicar for sale in the title.
0: Oh. And I've gone, oh, Amphicar. <laughs> <That's a> fair... <laughs> that feels like a very targeted scam though because they how niche you? is
1: an amphicar? I mean, like yeah. most people don't even know what they are. So Also,
0: how much do you want an Amphicar?
1: Well, I nearly bought an Amphicar once back when they were cheap. There we go. And I'm annoyed with mm. myself because now they're not cheap because a lot of wealthy collectors are think they're novel. No, they're like a hundred grand now. What? Yeah, yeah I could have bought an I, I could have
0: bought awesome a fully heck? functioning
1: good one for like five and a half. They're now a hundred? Something like that? No I had no idea. Well, now you bloody do. Have you seen how much original no, Peel Bubble cars are?
0: Oh, is that? Is, I feel partly responsible for that. Is that because of yeah the Top Gear effect?
1: Yeah, of course it is. Because cause young people know about a car that they otherwise wouldn't have done, which is good because yeah. it means it's now sort of rooted in folklore, I suppose. Uh, yeah, well, o- well we over a hundred
0: arse trousers. There's, there is, there's an amphicar here for sale in the Netherlands for 89,000 euros.
1: Yeah, you know, and for the, going down the canals and the, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. the lakes. So actually, yes, be, I bet the Netherlands is a good place to have her. It's probably, have an amphicar. I'd like one in the Netherlands. It's got 22,000 kilometres on it, so I would say that's quite leggy for an amphicar, because I gather they weren't particularly nice to drive, were they? A bit, I was going to say boaty, but <laughs> no pun intended, but they've got a terrible sort of, they're quite heavy, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I think so. They're also a bit underpowered. What with the Triumph Herald wheezy, twelve hundred yes. cc motor. Yeah. Uh, but they were German, weren't they? They're a weird concoction: German using British running gear. I know. An I odd. Know. Does anybody own? Who listens to this? Anybody got an amphicar? Has anyone genuinely got a barn find amphicar? Because I would come and play with it. But um, <laughs> but this don't shed find. Hello, surely. this person, Rene. Hello. All mm. original refurbished amphicar for sale. It drives and it also swims. It's the, car, it's the same car in white before being repainted in red. See pictures. I've got three pictures of one driving into the, what looks like the ocean. I will assist mm. with shipping arrangements from here, Uganda, to anywhere. Pay, pay a commitment by PayPal to someone in Europe, in brackets, protected by PayPal guarantee, to, to start the export process. And then payment on arrival of car. Any questions are welcome. Thank you. Bye.
0: That's so. But, I know. I mean, this is the second one. I would one. say that most people would go. Well, I'm simply not interested in an Amphicar. It's not. Oh, I've got <laughs> a million dollars. I need to get rid of. Or here, I've got a uh, PlayStation Five. It's like it's that's so specific. It feels a bit eerie that they know you. I know. That's a. That's like that's not a bot just throwing it out there to a, a millions of people in the hope one bites. That's somebody targeting you personally. Sure. I know i know
1: any any
0: well that's weird and they've well, tried this three times
1: this is the third attempt now it's just come through about half an hour before we started recording this stupid podcast and i'm and, so thinking i'm not going to stoop to their level i'm not interested in Amphicar. although i read it really quickly at first and i went okay the f- i actually responded <laughs> okay, yeah, to the first I'm one I went, I went okay talk to me money what's what's the price And I think they went, oh, uh, well, wouldn't you like to know some more details about it? I'm like, no, I just want to know the price and how would you go about shipping it? And I'd say, oh, and is it complete with all this with this, um, power takeoff and propeller situation? I think they were like, oh, gosh, he knows.
0: Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Maybe you could turn the, th- the situation onto them by just bombarding them with really detailed questions about Amphicars until they give up or the I actually, scamming business altogether. Should I just be a, a, a good Amphicar
1: Samaritan and say, I'm an authority on Amphicars and I'm retired and quite wealthy. Can I fly to Uganda and mend it for you? Um, and then help you sell it please give me your address i'm on my way yeah and i'll be like oh shit no no seriously well while i'm there i'm going to do some charity work so uh maybe i'll do it (laughs) in the amphicar
0: i think i think mending an amphicar might almost count as charity work certainly putting some good into the world because it's quite have you ever seen an amphicar in real life like on the water
1: yeah i i think many moons ago on this off of this video or podcast yeah, I've only ever been to the Villa Deste once, Concourse, and there was oh. a dude that turned up off of Lake Como, isn't it? Is it in Lake Como? Mm. Uh, Lake Como, Yeah. And he, he
0: Lake Como, over. Yeah. Lake
1: Como. He turned up in it, and it it went in really easily, but it it took a while to get out because <laughs> if there's a little <laughs> bit of a bow wave from another boat going by, it can't quite scrabble <laughs> up the, the slipway. Algal Slipway, is always, which is a great support band that I might have seen at some point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was there horrendous clutch slipping?
1: Do you water? know what? I, I, noticed some, I noticed some blue smoke coming out from the bonnet, not the exhaust, and I thought, mm, <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> and they were wear, like, wearing straw boaters and like really beautifully pressed shirts, and I just thought to myself, oh, about that car's going to shit yeah. itself if it doesn't come out the ocean in a minute. Not the ocean, were they, the lake.
0: Were they, were, they, were they red? They wouldn't be red trousers at Villa Testi, would they? They'd be sort of probably linen trousers. Oh, fi- a light linen trouser. The Fila Teste
1: is, that, is it? Where the <laughs> is it yeah, stand up to, to cancer event? Um, yes.
0: <laughs> that is. It's a very everyone's message just, they're putting out there.
1: Yeah, well, it was. It was a great show. Sweet, sweet show. It's where I got to see um, uh, Ralph Lorenz mercedes that pre-war amazing mercedes is it the uh oh yeah the, K- the ssk mm. that was, was...
0: This, did this win um uh pebble Dash beach i
1: think it point. did yeah i mean this was a while ago now when i was filming for uh fifth gear
0: ah, in fact okay. it
1: was many moons ago because i think the, the, the phantom was still quite new then
0: um so um speaking of dressing like an arsewit for yeah. a car based event yeah. i uh the day before i went to the scramble i bought myself a flat cap
1: oh because okay. i've
0: decided i'm of an age i know you've got a flat cap because you sent me that picture of you driving that bentley sorry bentley in it bentley. Um, and that was partly what was. I was like that's a good look actually i like that i, I think i am now i am a, a, a middle-aged man. It's time for a flat cap. I think so I there's, bought one. There's, there's always a p-
1: place in your wardrobe for
0: it. Yeah, well, that's it. I'm not, I didn't used to be a particular hat person, but as I get older, I've just gone, fuck it. I can wear hats. So, But I thought I need a, a smart cap. It's also practically, I was thinking it's going to be a bit chilly up in Bicester tomorrow. And I don't want to wear a baseball cap or a woolly hat necessarily. I need something that's a bit smarter. So what I about a a flat Smith & well, I don't have one, do I? Because you've got the, the all the merch is dispatched from your centre of operations, and I forgot to take a, a beanie <laughs> when um, when I was at the Coventry live show where there was a box of them. I did see uh, a chap came over uh, wearing one, uh, and his, his wife had given it to him for Christmas, and uh, it looks it looks rather good in the wild. I thought I was very pleased to see uh, to well, see I- someone wearing one for reals.
1: I wore one yesterday um, whilst filming a car cave for the late break show, and it was snowing, mm. lightly snowing, you know, British snow. And mm. um, I have to say, it was immensely warm. And as somebody who's follicularly challenged, hats are crucial at this time of year, absolutely crucial. <laughs> so, so bloody crucial. Honestly, Johnny, I can't tell you enough. So bloody crucial.
0: Well, I bought a flat cap on the Saturday went home showed it to my wife she went oh no i'm not sure about that no no it ages you and then my boy came in and uh, clearly he was just copying to try and gang up on me because he went oh yeah dad you look really old and um so there there was general thumbs down in the house but i was like no i like this i think it works and i'm going to wear it tomorrow to go to the scramble." So I got up crack of arse to go out of the house before everyone else was up, put my cap on before anyone could mock me. Off I went, got there really early. So on the sort of dual carriageway about five miles from Bista, there's a Starbucks. So I pulled in there to get a coffee. I know the one. And it was eight o'clock in the morning, so there's nobody else in there. And the bloke behind the counter sort of jolly older chap, clearly just pleased to see a customer to give himself something to do. And he went, good morning, sir. And I went, good morning. And he went, are you off to play golf? Oh, no. And I was mortified, (laughs) because it's the hat, isn't it? It's the bloody hat. It's a golf hat. I mean, I don't think it is. It's a tweed cap, but, yeah, apparently I looked golfy, even though I was wearing jeans.
1: We need to go somewhere in a little Jackson spec and wear it backwards, maybe,
0: and... Dressing in the down. privacy of my own home, I did try wearing it backwards and I just looked like an absolute sleeve.
1: But <laughs> are you wearing an E17 jacket as well or not? <laughs> yes, <laughs> no,
0: no, I wasn't. I should do maybe. Yeah, you uh, need
1: to wear a wet look puffer, don't you? With um, with some externally worn jewellery, I would say, over the top of yeah. the bumper. <laughs> externally worn Oh, I see what you mean. Like a big, yeah, like a chain that's over the jacket. Chain over the jacket or over the jumper, yeah. which is a look very seldom seen now unless done in irony, I would say.
0: Well, the other thing that I bought, at the same time as I bought the, uh, the flat cap, I bought a roll neck jumper. Haven't owned a roll neck for a long time, and I think a, a chain over a roll neck oh, is a powerful look. It's very. I've been
1: wearing roll necks all week, pal. I've been called Colin I, know, Firth, I like and all sorts. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes. Uh, again, th- this was met with slight disdain in our house. The roll neck, and I, which uh, bloody-mindedly made me want to wear it more. But um, it's really cozy in this well, it's kind amazing. of weather. Um, amazing! Don't let
1: anybody take it's, you down don't let anybody don't take worry. the roll neck and <laughs> and when you drive around in a car with a roll neck on you feel and hmm. i and i was wearing some driving glasses at the time i felt i felt, <laughs> I, felt I definitely felt more intelligent than what i really am
0: definitely. what are these your your elegantly scandinavian glasses yes ah yeah for sure yeah that's a good look actually that's true roll neck and specs that's i mean that's architect that's a pole star look, right there. I might do that f- between
1: now and the end of March. I might just wear the same outfit, cowl spec, same roll neck, same glasses, uh. same coloured shirt or t-shirt. Just do it.
0: There's some people who do that, aren't they? They just they just sort of settle on a look, like but an actual out- outfit, and just wear the same thing over and over again because it sort of streamlines your morning because you don't have to decide what you're going to wear you know already absolutely just crack on with it and obviously you tweak it for the season so you're not wearing a roll neck in the middle of summer but you just kind of stick to one thing for the season
1: i'm, I'm there's a lot to be said for that there's a lot to be said no for i that. can
0: see the appeal i can definitely see the appeal um just moving things on because last week we attempted and failed to do some questions that people have put to us on instagram oh yes and then I thought I'll go back and I'll just dig them out. Unfortunately, because Instagram is an absolute swat of an app, they're, they're, we've left it a week now, and I can no longer see any of these questions. Oh, can't you on our account? No, I've scrolled down through the notifications thing, and they're just they're not, not there. They were there, and now you can't seem to get to them, and I can't figure out how. So we really I'm need, really to, pull to, we need who, to
1: pull our trousers up with social media, don't we?
0: We do, uh, yes, but. Um, there some questions have been sent in to our um, patreon account and to our email address hello at smithandsniff.com <laughs> um so i thought because we keep saying we should do listener questions i thought I'd, I'd pull out a few um and one of them is from a listener called david marden who asks what's the most impressive car you've taken your kids on the school run with so i presume he means like a borrowed car Only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com
1: I picked up my son once from school in my in my electric dragster, um, <laughs> which he really liked, and I really liked. I don't know if anybody else liked it, but I did. and I might have left some small elevens near a junction <laughs> actually not even trying but it just did it um so there's that um people one that got got people talking was um morgan three-wheeler ah yeah people wouldn't stop talking about it and uh it's still one of my son's most fascinating cars you know just just can't get over the fact it doesn't have any doors um so really really like that and then I did it in a uh, a replica Ferrari 250 GTO. Oh yeah, the yellow one that has the modern is it four five six running gear, six speed manual. Yeah, was, well, fi- was it five fifty? Well, five fifty actually. It's five fifty Marinella. So had that engine and that six speed box, and it was an, a hellraiser of a car. And I did this, although it it did smell more of petrol than any of any other car that oh. I've driven she'd so get out of it and just look around and just check for any naked flames or
0: i don't know anyone doing a
1: barbecue or anything in case that this case it just sort all angle went
0: up. grinding nearby. Mm.
1: Yeah, so so there's that. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think what else has there's, there's been other.
0: This what about you? I um I I've never had a driving school run. Because we used to live in London and the school was a walk away, and then the school here is a walk away as well. So, oh, you- yeah, I, I did. I picked up my boy from a, a classmate's birthday party one evening in the Bentley Mulsanne. Oh, nice! And um, yeah, he liked it because obviously he got to sit in the back as well, and you know it's very plush. But yeah. uh, but a lot of the kids were sort of. I mean, it was dark in fairness; you couldn't necessarily see it on I mean, a sort of dark street, but i thought it would attract a swarm of i mean they'd have been what seven or eight year olds at the time but no it didn't no one seemed that bothered about it just <laughs> fine i wasn't trying to yeah, impress you my, trying. You my trying. kids mates but but i just thought maybe it's sort of one of the most impressive cars that i've ever had as a borrowed thing i mean my kids like my boy really liked it when i had a db11 he thought that was cool, and an yeah. i eight as well, BMW i eight. He thought it was really cool. Actually, of doors, but
1: i eight is 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 fantastic. Wesson keeps asking me when I'm going to do the school run in a McLaren, because apparently him and his oh. a, a McLaren is held in almost the highest regard amongst him and his mates, his gaming mates.
0: Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? Because mm. my boy is very much into McLarens. They, he thinks they're cool. I think mostly because of Hot Wheels rather mm. than gaming.
1: Right. That's interesting.
0: But, uh, yeah. Does he I think, watch any I mean, YouTubers? Probably,
1: any, like, younger YouTubers?
0: He, well, he does, but he mostly watches gaming YouTubers. You yeah. know, they're just shouting about Minecraft. I yeah, don't think yeah. they necessarily show off, like, their cars or anything. I don't know if he's got any games with... I don't think so. He's still at that sort of age of doing, like, Mario Kart and stuff rather than, you know, Gran Turismo or anything. So, But, yeah, definitely he's aware of McLaren, and if he sees a McLaren, he'd be like, oh, you know, he'd be able to identify it from 20 paces as a McLaren rather than a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, which I suppose... Lamborghini
1: is held in high regard amongst the... I think it's because it's so flamboyant, always colourful. Exactly.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: There is that. So I've got to up my game because I actually... I can't remember the last time I drove a brand-new Lamborghini. It was a
0: long time ago. No, God, me neither. Yeah, a long, I, no, I'm, not I'm not angling. not um, angling. Well, you're angling a bit. I mean, why not angle? It's like it is sort of technically your job to, to drive new cars and speak about them in some capacity. But yes. I've not driven a McLaren for ages, um, come to that. No. Like, have you driven the...
1: Um, I am driven the ar- arterial... Um, no, I haven't. I'd like to. Uh, they did contact, to their credit. They did contact me, and I, I, the dates I suggested they couldn't do. And I'm just terrible at logistics, so just, <laughs> I, I need to. Knowing me, it will be the 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 floodest, the floodiest time of the year again, and I'll yes, borrow, yeah, yeah. I'll borrow like it just like-
0: well, I mean there's there's sort of various points it seems to be snow keeps getting forecast this month. So why not book one in asap and the hope that it's absolutely blanketed in white and you can only do 7 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> I'd very like very much like to do that. Um two things I want to say is thank you to the person whose name I've totally forgotten who dm'd me. <laughs> Hang on, no, that's not professional. Let me actually find Let me try and find them. Oh no, I know who it is. I know who it is. Um I know exactly who it is, <clears throat> Jason. Thank you. He said, "I'm listening to your podcast here in China. I thought you could get your brother this fantastic little Swan bonnet mascot. It's ugly as sin." Ah, yes. And sure enough, it's on eBay. Sent me an eBay link to a uh, a Swan bonnet mascot, a very vintage one. Oh, um, for a, like a
0: pre-war car, fifty pounds or no offer. Now somebody pointed out that we'd actually seen. In one of our Goodwood videos, uh, a car with a swan on it. I think it might have been that flesh door thing we <laughs> no. saw on the, the Cartier lawn a couple oh, yeah. of summers ago. Oh, yeah. But. Um, We've had quite a few people sending in swan mascots. Really, I think there's a, there's a great groundswell of yeah. We've had a lot of people have found that they are readily available, it seems. And there's quite a few people seem to be quite down with the idea that so, you put one on one of your cars. But so are I don't swan know which one. are swan people, car people. Is this what we think? Swan people. Well, I don't know why. Wait, who's a swan <laughs> I person. Well, I, I suppose don't. your your brother came out as a swan person. But... My brother
1: came out with 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 a vengeance. It was amazing. Just couldn't still couldn't well, now, believe the enthusiasm.
0: Wait a sec. When and if your brother finds this B3 Passat that he seems to believe is his destiny, yes, what better than um, than fitting a swan to it to really make it his?
1: Can you imagine if I did that in the middle of the night and he bought an immaculate oh. car and in his head he'd spent a fortune on it he spent <laughs> £3,500 on it, which to my brother is unholy amounts of money for a
0: car. I think a Passat wagon, the swan would look quite good on the roof. On <laughs> the
1: roof?! Yeah, uh, what, where the where the old fashioned aerials are right above the windscreen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then it's not.
0: I mean, I spe- it's not in your line of vision. It's not a danger to pedestrians. totally no. and it's uh, it's sort of also it's higher up, which kind of feels appropriate for a swan.
1: Would it not whistle um, at terminal velocity? <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> yes, it would whistle horrifically. <laughs> Somebody, I'll never find this now. Uh, uh, someone did suggest to us that uh, if you put a. Um, a, a <laughs> If you put a swan on, on your car, you should drill holes in it so it made a noise like a flute as you drove along.
1: <laughs> oh, see, actually, the, the car becomes fluty.
0: I think it would make more of a noise like an ocarina, though, if you drove along with little holes in a swan. Don't, don't you reckon? It's sort of it's, it's kind of high.
1: Or like those people that... They dry their finger really well, and then they rub it around the rim of a glass, oh, and it yeah. always freaks me I mean, out in you... case the glass breaks, and then they cut the finger terribly. Oh, so I can't watch I think you, it.
0: Don't you um, uh, don't you wet your finger to do that?
1: Oh, maybe I've got it all wrong. <laughs> over my tactics, <laughs> completely think... wrong for, for, for glass <laughs> rubbing. That's. But you mean like sort of like a
0: very thin wine glass, like yes,
1: like or a champagne flute.
0: <laughs> Which, yes,
1: we've all met a few of
0: those, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, those, oh God, I just had a flashback to when I was a best man at a wedding uh, a few years ago, and I had to draw everyone to order to just announce that they should move through to the next room. So I tapped a very thin wine glass with a <laughs> knife, and it shattered. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? It got everyone's attention, but I looked like an absolute bell piece. It's really embarrassing, just standing in glass as I went. Would you like to get into the next room? What you needed in a
1: situation like that is a swanbone flute that you could have blown. <laughs> and everyone would have gone it's that guy brought like a strange little instrument instead of banging on a glass you go well i've got i
0: would have happily been attacked by a swan at that moment because it would have distracted from the fact that i'd just broken a glass by being a dickwit. um <laughs> anyway uh I, i've got another message from uh, a listener yeah. a listener called uh oh aaron or aaron i'm never quite sure on that one let's go with aaron um He says, hey, guys, it's my 24th tomorrow, which makes me sad. Oh, precious child. You've got so much distance to run. You're all right there. Um, He's actually got three questions. Um, That's uh, you at the end of the the, show, though. Oh, well, no, he's got three. He's got three questions uh, rather than three things. But um, he says, I've been listening to your podcast on Backloop again. It's made me feel happier, specifically the clown in the Bedford Rascal. We should read that out again one day. Yeah, well, I was going to do um, – I remember I said I was going to do a Smith & Sniff Origins compilation show where we just pulled out all these sort of things that, um, you know, people still refer to, mm. just so that if you were a new listener, you'd kind of get a little bit of a, like, where, do we, where did um, sock come from and stuff. Anyway, that's a job for future me. But um, his question uh, to you is, do you ever wish you could do another crash test video? I loved them as a kid.
1: I, very much so. It was one of my favourite things we did on Fifth Gear. Um,
0: we did. We, was there a lot of a lot. standing around when you did those? There was I a, imagine there was because there is so much setup.
1: There was loads. There was one that I did, and I think it was with the new Honda CRV, and a lot of officials from Honda wanted to be present, and so we were told to turn up really early, um, and that was at Myra, and I re- I remember. I got very chummy with the chap that sort of ran the operation at Myra. And we we talked all day about this, that and the other. He'd been there for a long time. And I probably told you he gave me a very large print photograph, probably A3 size, of a Cortina T-boning a Citroen Visa um, with all the people in the background watching it and one guy covering his eyes. Because um, (laughs) Because he loved visas Something like that. Because in the early days of of crashing, they used the same Cortina to hit all the cars with. Oh. And they used to just put a new front end on it. So they used to just constantly order bonnets and wings and valances.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the same was true at Thatcham. You know, the British Insurance Association of British Insurers or something? That they they have, Thatcham is where they assess the insurance category of a car. Yeah, And they do like low-speed crashing to see how repairable cars are. Well, they certainly used to. I don't know if they, they do still do physical crashes. But I know they used to just have you know, a Cortina or a load of Cortinas that they would duff into <laughs> a car. Because I've, I've got a picture in a book somewhere of them running a Cortina into the back of a prototype Metro so that they could um, assess its repairability. But yeah, I think they just had sacrificial Cortinas to do it with, because I suppose it was at the time, it's just like a very commonplace but affordable second-hand car. Exactly. So, yeah, And it's consistent, I suppose, if you use the same car over and over. Um, Aaron's other question is for me, says, what happened to the Top Gear Florida Special cars? Um, and I think, because at the end of the show, we gave them away for people who'd lost their cars in um, in the hurricane. And I think, that's just what happened to them i know like they didn't want the charity that we were giving them to didn't want james's cadillac for some reason but i think we did off camera find somewhere to they didn't want it it to yeah they didn't want it i don't (laughs) i don't know why they wanted the other two yeah, maybe it's just because I went. Look, it's you know people are really struggling here. They do not need a, a massive car with a huge V eight. I can't remember, or it's just too knackered. But I think we did manage to give it away to somebody in the end because um, it was you know the situation down there after Hurricane Katrina was mm. pretty bad. Yeah, and it would. Um, the original plan was to sell the cars, and then it was quite clear that that was not appropriate so yeah we just gave them away so no i don't know they just disappeared into um the system of, of you know trying to sort of find people who needed cars i guess um uh, aaron's other uh, third question is just um because uh, he, he says you guys uh, made me laugh through some hard times and you made my childhood i don't care if you reply i just wanted to thank you for your careers and your podcast please don't stop doing it any advice for 24 year old?
1: Any advice, and, um, any advice from a 24 year That's quite a
0: big question, isn't it? Because uh, I, don't, I don't... I don't, The trouble is, that makes you precisely half my age, Aaron, and I feel like I'd just be some kind of terrible old fart going, <laughs> well, you know, just enjoy every day. You don't appreciate it. But it is sort of that's... Uh, give a bit more time. Give a bit more time to old people.
1: That would be my piece you of think? advice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah because they've been there they've been just, there and they've done it and people forget that.
0: Yes i suppose so. Unless uh, they unless they're point. really
1: miserable on the the, the floats in which case don't.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, but also feel free to ignore the advice of old people because, you know, they've, they've done it. It's, you, the mistakes are yours to make, and mistakes are generally are things that you can learn from, so don't fear them. Um, but yeah, all I can think of is, you know that, that song Sunscreen by Baz Luhrmann? Yes. It has that line in it that says, enjoy the power and beauty of your youth, never mind, you'll not understand the power and beauty of your youth until it's faded. <laughs> That's all I could think of is any advice that older people give to the young should be ignored. We're not because, very good
1: um, at this sort of thing, are we?
0: No, we're not, we're not, we're not very profound. But anyway, Aaron, thank you for your kind words and for your questions. Um, I've got uh, another another question from uh, a listener called Michael. Um, hi, Michael. He says he's followed us on Twixter for ages, but <laughs> has only started listening to the pod recently. Oh, um. So he's been top and tailing at listening to the latest stuff and then filling the void uh, by going through the back catalogue starting at episode one. Um, but he he was heading out for a coffee with some friends on Thursday. He didn't take the car. I stuck on the episode about Monty Don and his MOT failure purchases. <laughs> oh, for gardening. I don't even remember this. It's for gardening. I think. Yeah, was, and he'd fill, he filled his garden with MOT failure cars. i have completely forgotten about this, but Michael's just listened to I think episode. he took
1: the tyres off them and just let the wheel rims sort of bury troughs in yeah. in in the vegetable patch by doing just sort of like clutch kicks and, and. He might have had a motorbike as well. I think we gave him a motorbike too, instead of a yes, um, instead of a rotavator. It was just basically Monty, a motorbike Monty with Don, no yes. tire
0: on it. Once he dons M O T failure motorbike. Um, uh, Michael said because he he said uh, he was listening to it for a short walk. And there was a wheelchair user. It's more of a brisk roll. This wasn't my best idea. As I was chuckling away to myself as I rolled down the main road, and I realised I probably looked a bit unhinged. <laughs> But the but the idea of Monty redlining an old five three five I made up for it. In future, I'll save it for the car or home. Um, But the reason uh, Michael wrote in was actually he wants to talk about unusual police cars. Oh, and he said um, this time last year I was in my specially adapted Faroud's Transit. um, Although he admits it's more of a Tornado. Uh, He was doing the National Speed Limit on a dual carriageway when a Disco 4 on private plates came up behind me in lane 2. It was doing about 80 with its blues on. Wow. It was that unusual. I wondered if it was just a walt on an illegal power trip. I don't know what a walt is. I hope that's not a slur of some sort. But... um, the D4 isn't exactly brand new or cheap to run, but it's a good point. Now, and on private plates. Private plate is very That's
1: weird, not isn't, royal. Isn't it's that, that, a is that plan. monarchy? Oh. It could be mon monarchy motorcade.
0: Yes. Is that what it is? Oh, well, that would explain. Yeah, private plate, but it's got blues and it's going above the limit. It's going, yes, mate. That, that, would that, would that going. Oh, no. Princess Michael of Kent is in danger and off they go. <laughs> <but it's, laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, because I was then thinking about unusual police cars. And I think I've mentioned on the podcast before the um, seeing the Metropolitan Police's cracked depreciation unit in a Nissan Maxima, a bug-eyed Scorpio, a Renault Safran, in convoy, all dark blue and all with the the lights and sirens on, but but you know concealed. And but I also once saw. I mean, this was years ago. This was like in the very early two thousands. But there was like a a, a very early discovery like a discovery one that was a police car plain clothes right and I was like that's like that's at least a ten year old car at the time that's just
1: been that's just been found in the pound hasn't it that's been yeah from some sort of like drug drug dealer or wrong and
0: i know we have actual polices that listen to this because they've been in touch before to set us straight on when we were talking about those malfunctioning bmws and um and about volvos and things but i'm curious i know i i I think i dimly remember reading that the police have extended the life of their cars now because cars last and because budgets are not what they were Mm. But well, I don't know if anyone can confirm that. But it feels like there's extending the life to sort of, you know, four or maybe five years. And then there is just, like you say, stuff they find at the back of the pound and go, well, might as well carry on using that. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if discoveries are considered sort of specialists for particular jobs. And so they get a different set of rules about when they're disposed of. I don't know. Um, anyway, there we go. Thanks for your message and for your question, Michael. Um and we had one... For, well, this is Actually, this is not a question, but it just really tickled me. Uh, a listener called Felix says, Hi, guys. I used to work for Deliveroo in my hometown of Winchester, and one of my colleagues was a no-name full-suspension mountain bike guy. <laughs> he, he wore exclusively <laughs> army surplus. Of course. Had a rusty-as-anything bike chain, and for security... He wrapped two heavy-duty metal chains with padlocks over the frame that looked canal boat moorings. <laughs> <laughs> he also had an unnecessary amount of accessories and storage strapped to his frame and handlebars, oh. meaning the bike looked like it had crashed through Maplin's. <laughs> but this is the bit. Of the re- <laughs> this is the bit. Of the re- no name, full suspension re- <laughs> bike guy. Really, uh, he really tickled me. He said he wasn't long-lived as a colleague. He received countless complaints from customers after delivery times averaged 45 minutes. Due, due to. Due, I know, there's lots of cold food, I imagine. Uh, this was due to a trifecta of the heaviest bike setup known to man, Winchester's sharp topography, and his less than excellent cardio slash siggy intake. Oh my gosh. But, but he was ultimately sacked. <laughs> He was ultimately sacked for being caught cleaning, in inverted commas, his delivery box with a can of Lynx Africa. He was cleaning his box with, it, with deodorant. He <laughs> wanted to, like, banish the food smells. <laughs> he sprayed Lynx Africa into it. But Can you imagine? If you then, like, popped a pizza box in there, the pizza would be so horribly tainted with cheap teenage deodorant, can you imagine? Say, imagine the jet
1: trail of No Name full suspension bike going absolutely ladling it down the down the high street on a cold night, and then just like when a a very smart lady of a certain age walks by, there's usually a massive cloud of strong perfume. You've got Lynx Africa being left everywhere he goes. He's almost tying tying knots in the air. With links Africa yes. around his local town or village, that's amazing.
0: Yes, it was amazing. it's like there used to be a teacher at my school who wore a perfume that I have no idea what it was, but it was like you could slice cubes of it out of the air as she walked past. <laughs> it was suffocating. With this
1: fencing sword, I, yes, I exactly.
0: I cricket stump.
1: I feel like the because I got a bit of a bista scramble uh, FOMO, admittedly this year because I couldn't make it. When uh, no, I say this year, this time. Um, Maybe next time. I, I was going to suggest to you that we have a no-name full suspension bike concourse event. I don't know if that's a good idea. I can invite... So, okay, yeah, yeah, look, if you want to turn up in your 911 993 or your Clio 197 trophy, yeah, whatever, cool. But can you bring a really knackered mountain bike and we could do a little cruise <laughs> around the perimeter of the event. Yes. And everyone's got to try oh. doing at least three cranks of a wheelie before falling off or going into the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 10th yeah. you could just standing on the cranks wheelie.
0: But I think just gently cruising the site and people could get out your way because they'd hear you coming because of the sort of like, like someone treading on cornflakes sort of sound of the unoiled chain going around. Oh, yeah. So,
1: or the, one of us yes. would have a Bluetooth speaker and we'd be playing the levellers really
0: loud. Oh, yes. Nine-inch yes. nails. Our friends at the intercooler had a had a, a, a display uh, along, I was going to say a, a lawn. I mean, it was sort of a strip of grass alongside one of the... Sort the, of a lawn. Um, ...internal roads. But it was, you know, it's still good. they got an impressive lineup of cars, including... Um, a, mclaren arterial disease and um i did threaten them that we would set up shop at the next one across the way oh yeah on a rival strip of grass with our own collection of far less prestigious stuff but what if we set up with our lineup of no name full suspension mountain bikes can we have the
1: first display of hypercars and no name full suspension bikes together
0: <laughs> i like yes. that I'd really, really yeah, like that. That's to, one to think about for next time. Yeah. Um, Extra points for like knackered bushes, boingy
1: boingy suspension that just take out any yeah. effort from the you know, <laughs> chain
0: that's so dry it would actually disintegrate if you touched it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's definitely one to consider. Um, for now, though, we should probably start to bring this one onto the slip road. Uh, before we go, uh I have three things to tell you, though. Uh, They are one. Uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Craven's Gates Show in which Johnny takes an in-depth look at the access points onto land owned by the presenter of Countryfile. Uh, this week, he's crowbarring the padlock off the way into John's orchard while the man himself is away filming some links about llamas. <laughs> if that's not to your taste, then uh, there's always the Late Break Show. Lots of excellent videos on there. Um, what have we got this week?
1: Well, I got I got the one last week wrong because uh, obviously I'm, oh, I'm <laughs> in
0: charge of my own business.
1: <laughs> and uh, that was that was a bit... So the, the one that I'd lo- like you to watch was was last week's if you didn't if you didn 't see it, which right. is um a really lovely resto mod uh two forty z that 's quite divisive, mm. but um it 's beautifully built and there's some amazing um touches to do with it uh, and it was yeah. i 'm very pleased with the way that that was filmed uh, so there 's that one and uh, i 'm pretty sure the barn fine Capri that I talked about is coming out this time. <laughs> And if it isn't, then it will come out the time after that. (laughs) But I'm sure it is... so do you know what it is, uh, is this, going to be-
0: are you doing a running joke that every week now you're just going to promote the Barn there is no Barn Fine Capri you're just messing with I'm people I'll be I'm being completely honest
1: I've started the new year by not being quite as sharp with regards to my work and my diary as I should have and we get so immersed in this wonderful conversation of drizzle that we do that I actually forget that you're going to ask me this so I don't look <laughs> and, then, and then when you do ask me I go I actually don't know I'm just going along with it like one of the listeners because I'm a complete... But what, uh, one no. thing I will say to you like, um, is a couple of weeks ago, we totally forgot to bring the attention mm. of you, the listeners, to a very well-documented on that side of things done by none other yes, than, we than did. Harry Metcalf, off of Harry's garage, <gasps> off of um, Barn Full of Cars, et cetera. And he, yeah. at 11.46 on his Fiat 500 uh, resurrection video... Mm. And I am promoting his video. He does some good videos, but you know, if he wants to promote me sometime, that's great. Um, he actually says at eleven minutes forty six seconds, the engine on that side of things, or something like that. Yes, and I don't yes, know. He does. We had
0: a lot of mm. messages about
1: this. Loads, Loads of you, you said, "Oh my gosh, Harry's done an hot top." <laughs> and, yeah. and it's true. <laughs> he has. <laughs> and I can't believe I can't believe how how sharp everybody is, but also what mm. it means to us. That, yeah, um, no
0: everyone pounced upon that immediately, didn't they? It was, it was straight like away, an absolute flurry of messages about it, which is excellent.
1: also, so. Harry's done yeah. an oddt. sounds like a
0: children's book with something <laughs> it does just, it's about to teach your kids to use the potting <laughs> potting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Harry's done a.
1: Harry went to the farm um, and he was allowed to play on the tractor because the farmer had shut it off and allowed him, but unfortunately, he did an on on the seat. <laughs> And then that meant that he was never allowed in the farm again.
0: (laughs) There we go. Poor Harry. Um, Sad face. What a charming tale. Uh, Second thing I've got to tell you is that I have a new book out. It's called Boring Car Trivia 4, available as an e-book or a paperback from Amazon. Or you can get the paperback from our merch shop, where you should also go and have a look at our T-shirts and mugs and our new hats. Yes. And on that note, um, the... A new version of the merch song at the end of the last podcast featuring some excellent guitar jamming from uh dylan 15 year old son of a listener called Stee, went down really well lots of people saying just make that the version of the song you play out with every week so um we will end the show again with the dylan's jamming version of the merch song and the third thing i've got to tell you is that um the moon gets further away from the earth every year what it never comes back a bit no, apparently it gets 3.78 centimetres further away every year. I don't know how they're measuring 3.
1: this. 3.78 centimetres?
0: Yes. Call it 3.8, rounding up. But that's still, yes, it's getting a little bit further away from Earth every year. We need to tow it
1: back with a combination of so, with a, just... a load of swans and also a, a local rescue of off-road experts with <laughs> One Life Live It on there and just say, guys, we've
0: got to tow the moon. <clears> Get your winches out. Yeah, they just 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 chuck a load of ratchet straps around it, and then. Give it some clutch slip. They'll send, one, um, they'll
1: send one guy up in waders to go and put a lasso around it. And then, <laughs> and then they'll
0: attach it. He's got it. a spacesuit on. He's still got those yellow tinted sort of gun shooting sunglasses on <laughs> behind, underneath the helmet. Um, I feel like this is the kind of thing someone did, you could use AI to generate a squadron of space swans with like special helmets on flying to the moon to drag it back a bit closer so that the light doesn't get dim
1: and a Bobtail Disco 2 please as well if that's okay <laughs> yes but just a load of steel cables robbed from a local suspension bridge <laughs>
0: one moon drag it yeah uh, alright well we probably should stop now but uh, thank you ever so much for listening we'll do this all again next week until then goodbye
1: bye mate cheers mate thanks mate bye
0: Marks, t-shirts stickers T-shirts, stickers mugs, T-shirts, stickers And now we do hats too they This may come as a surprise But Smith and Sniff have merchandise You won't believe your eyes Smith and Sniff have merchandise Sadly we don't do pies But Smith and Sniff have merchandise One day we might sell ties Smith and Sniff have merchandise